You're listening to the Heather Duplessis Allen Drive podcast from Newstalk ZB. Me right now is Jamie Mackay, host of The Country. Hi, Jamie. G'day, Heather. Now, uh, the ETS is apparently going to make it really, really hard for some of the rural economies, according to a new report, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I did. And I found out something interesting when I was doing some reading on this uh, tonight, actually, Heather. And this is a bit of an added extra for you. Breaking news on your show, I don't know. It's from Beef and Lamb New Zealand. But they've got this commissioned report that says, wait for it, New Zealand and Kazakhstan are the only countries that allow 100% forestry yeah. offsetting. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that kind of weird? Uh, the, the, U, the EU and UK don't allow carbon offsetting in their ETS mm. for China, South Korea, and some US states allow for well, below that, 5%. Yes, and the, um, the, the, the significance of that, actually, Jamie, I did know that. I had been told that. And the, the significance of that, of course, is that that is why we have so many pine plantations taking over good land. Absolutely, and we just saw earlier this week news coming out that that the old um, retail global retail chain IKEA has bought another or has got consent to buy another 1,600 hectares more of New Zealand land. And yes, they're going to put it in the production forestry and yes, they're going to chop down the logs and sell them. But the real game here, Heather, let's be honest about it, is the carbon credits for the first 16 years or whatever. And the problem is we're just driving the wrong behaviour. We're taking good pastoral land that can produce food and we're growing pine trees so rich offshore countries can offset their pollution. Yep, absolutely right. So um, how does the ETS devastate these rural economies? Well, uh, Wayne Langford, who's obviously going to be the next president of Federated Farmers, has come out swinging on this one. Interestingly, here's another one for you, Heather. Rumour has it that um, Andrew Hoggard, president of Federated Farmers, is going to stand for the ACT Party. So ponder that one for a moment uh, in the upcoming election. But uh, Wayne Langford, YOLO, he's known as, you only live once, farmer. He says, look, the government really needs to think very carefully about how it goes about pricing agricultural emissions. Uh, emissions, should I say. The government's own consultation uh, document suggests that emissions pricing could cut dairy farm incomes by 6 to 7%, sheep and beef farm incomes by a whopping 18 to 24%. The same analysis estimates that nearly 55,000 jobs in key upstream and downstream industries are vulnerable if agricultural emissions become subject to pricing, and that doesn't include vulnerable on-farm employment in sheep, beef and dairy farms, which employs about another 45,000 people. So what Wayne Langford's saying is before we look at putting a price on ag emissions, we need to do a review of uh, our methane reduction targets and take into account the warming impact of methane. That's one of the ongoing arguments, obviously. And he says, if we don't do that, um, we'll just end up exporting jobs and emissions instead of meat and milk and the planet will be no better off for it. For what it's worth, Heather, I reckon he's right. Interesting. Hey, Jamie, thanks for thanks for the gossip especially. That's Jamie Mackay, host of The Country. For more from Heather Duplessy-Allen Drive, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.